This show is presented by the Mercedes-Benz Tech Program. To learn more about Mercedes-Benz's world of advanced automotive technology, text the word Mercedes to 55678 or visit www.learnmercedes.com. For AL.com, I'm Ben Flanagan. Welcome to Bammers. We can't all make it back home for a game. And it's tough living so far away from all that winning. But it doesn't matter if you're working a job up in New York, serving overseas, or whatever is keeping you from hopping in the car or on a plane to come watch the tide roll in Bryant-Denny. People will manage to get it done. Nobody wants to miss a down of the Saban era that's produced six national championships and a few lifetimes worth of fan memories. I have friends who went to Israel and woke up in the middle of the night just to watch a season opener on the worst internet connection imaginable. People move their destination wedding ceremonies to Sunday so they can accommodate all the Bama fans they invited who were kind enough to grit their teeth and come instead of waving a shaker and screaming at a tailgate. Alabama native and Pulitzer Prize winning author Rick Bragg had a job that would have him travel the world, but it didn't mean he wouldn't check in where he could. Yeah, I've always been in and out of home you know even when I lived very far away I was always coming back home so I've watched Alabama football from like Harvard Yard you know I've watched Alabama football in Manhattan I've watched it tried to watch it uh, overseas a little hard to get sometimes the greatest thing I do sometimes for, for just keeping my mind together is I watch Alabama football in my mama's living room with my brother Sam. I've watched it walking through the Atlanta airport, running to catch a flight, make a connection, and stopped at every bar long enough to see if it was like fourth and three or, you know, did we have to punt? Of course, here lately, we don't punt a real whole lot, do we? So today we're going to talk to those Bama fans who have to make do wherever they are in the world when they want to ensure that they enjoy every piece of an Alabama football season just like the folks in the stadium. And later, a conversation with the person who runs the incredible Twitter account that keeps you clued in to where Alabama players are in the pros. Just for context, can you just say your name, your current hometown, and what you do for a living? Sure. Uh, Christopher Hollinger. I live in uh, Manhattan, New York City, uh, and I'm CFO for a nonprofit called Rethink Food. I'm originally from a small town uh, in Alabama, Monroeville, home of Harper Lee and Tequila Mockingbird. Um, and then I did attend the University of Alabama, uh, majored in finance, had a, a great time there. Of course, while I was there, went to many home football games. And so, of course, fell in love with uh, everything uh, Alabama-related. Yeah, and so you're an Alabama fan who lives in New York. How exactly does that work? Well, we have a very active alumni association in in, uh, New York. I was actually president for uh, uh, almost four years of the alumni chapter here in New York. And so I think I probably met you at uh, at the Ainsworth when you were there. Because uh, I've been, you know, as while well, I was president, even now, uh, you know, generally go to, you know, Dan went to every, you know, every game, uh, and now I'll go to most games, game watch parties. So every Saturday, you know, at the Ainsworth, we have, you know, a very large group 
uh, one of the reasons why we chose the Ainsworth is because, you know, we can get up up to almost 400 fans within the, the space. And for the big games, you know, we definitely uh, pack it out. Can you tell me just a little bit about what goes into organizing the watch parties at the Ainsworth, how the Ainsworth was chosen, and the logistics that are needed to, to make it happen? So originally, you know, we were doing uh, our game watches. Well, we moved around a lot uh, to several different places. And before the Ainsworth, we were at Mercury Bar. And it, we had a great experience there, uh, you know, grew, you know, grew the, the watch. But eventually we out, you know, outgrew the space. And so we were looking for a new space, and the owners of the Ainsworth at the time, you know, do geek, uh, and so reached out and said, you know, we're building this new sports bar. We think it'll be great for you. It's going to be a lot of space. And so myself and the other officers, we went and visited, and it was just raw space at the time. And they were like, imagine TVs here, you know, all the space, projection here. And so we decided to go, and, and like I said, you know, for each week, we have a you know, website, of course, and. We send out a, a um, communication before every you know game, you know to you know hype people up and you know have them to make reservations because uh, you know it's become so popular that we generally have to do reservations. But uh, we always, like I say, have a have a really really good turnout. Yeah, and so what do you think of that? Just as somebody from Alabama, you're in the middle of of New York City and you're you're able to enjoy Alabama football with uh, folks who are from Alabama, just like minded people who you know, love uh, Alabama football, like that must be a great feeling. Like if you ever miss home or, or miss, you know, the experience of Alabama football to just have it right there at the center of the world, basically. Yeah. Cause like, you know, the, the alumni association, you know, before the season starts, they send up boxes of shakers. So we have shakers, uh, you know, uh, at the, at the Ainsworth. And like I say, you know, it's, you know, clearly it's not in the stadium, but you know, it's the, the, one of the next best things. Uh, you know, for new people who move to New York, it's an opportunity for them to find a community within Alabama, within New York, get acclimated to the city, meet people, and become a part of the, you know, the environment and the community. So it's just been a, you know, really, really great experience. And, you know, we, we become, you know, I guess somewhat famous because, uh, uh, College Game Day came by one time, uh, did some filming within the Ainsworth. I actually got to talk with Tom Rinaldi. We've had some, uh, really, really, really great experiences in, in uh, New York here. Celebrating Alabama. What do your friends and coworkers who are not Alabama fans think of it? Like, do, do you ever get any like weird looks or comments, or or, or have you converted anyone at this point? Uh, you know, to be honest, it's like I, I've had you know in the past, you know, friends as as well as coworkers come to Ainsworth to watch some of the games here at the office. Some of the office right now, I have a national championship banner up on my wall. So whenever anyone comes by, you know. I always have to talk about Alabama whenever I do presentations. I you know have to slip Alabama, and you know particularly now that we're you know reigning national champions in the conversation somewhere. So uh, it's uh, well known within the within the office of my friends, and and you know like I said, particularly for some of the championship games, uh, you know have definitely had uh, friends and coworkers to come by. Well, and do you ever get back for any games in person? Yeah, I generally go back for two or three games every year. So uh, that's one of the highlights, of course, of you know. Being from Alabama, because, you know, I can go to the game at the end, you know, spend a couple of days with, uh, you know, family. So I definitely enjoy that also. When Alabama is winning, which is obviously often, as like you said, you have, you've got the banner up in your office right now. Is there ever like a sense of, of longing for more of an in-person experience or at least having easier access to it with, with you living so far away? 
You know, I, I definitely definitely missed the, the opportunity because I used to live in uh, Nashville. So, you know, it was, uh, you know, uh, within driving distance so I could drive down for games. So it's uh, much easier to go to more games. Uh, you know, now I have to fly down. So it's, a, you know, more of a production. So, yeah, so, you know, you definitely do miss, you know, game day at Tuscaloosa is, is so, at Tuscaloosa is so special. Uh, you know, everything, you know, the tailgating, reconnecting with, you know, friends and, and people. And, and then, uh, you know, I've always been active with the business school. So, you know, going to the business school tailgate, talking to, you know, old professors. And, you know, I do, I do definitely miss that. You know, I wish I could go to more games. Uh, you know, but with the travel schedule and work, you know, like I said, it can only really make it to two or three. What about during the COVID season? Like, were there watch parties during the COVID season? Obviously, New York, it was very widely publicized how, how COVID was being handled in New York City. But I can't quite place the exact timeline with the football season in terms of like when things were beginning to reopen. How how did the, the 2020 season, which was so memorable for Alabama football fans, how did that work for you? Yeah, at that at that time, you know, uh, New York was we were only do allow they were only allowing outdoor dining. So uh, for the uh, you know for the people at the Ainsworth, they you know generously let us you know set up tables and and they set up a really good uh, you know kind of TV. They put up TVs outside, so you know totally much smaller because you know the footprint uh, they had available for us to watch was a lot smaller. So unfortunately, you know we had a lot less people. Uh, given the space constraints, but and then you know some of those games, you know the later later games when it was you know, really cold, it was a testament to uh, you know fandom that people braved the elements, but uh, you know still still really enjoy and made the best of it you know as much as we could. Stick around for more bammers. This show is presented by the Mercedes Benz Tech Program. To learn more about Mercedes-Benz's world of advanced automotive technology, text the word Mercedes to 55678 or visit www.learnmercedes.com. If you're a diehard fan and you're on Twitter, you probably already follow Bama Pro Updates. It follows former Crimson Tide athletes of all sports who now play at the professional level. And it does not matter if it's an NFL superstar like Julio Jones or Derrick Henry or a tennis player playing doubles in Shanghai. John Graham will know about it. He runs the account in a way that you'd think it's his day job. How could he have time for anything else when he's keeping an eye on Olympic softball or posting the box score from a Saskatchewan Rough Riders game? The dedication needed to keep us up to speed on this is staggering, but he loves it. Uh, John Graham. I live in uh, Lilburn, Georgia, which is just outside of Atlanta, and I'm a CPA. You run a popular Twitter account called Alabama Pro Updates, and you can follow that at Bama Pro Updates, all one word, or you can go to the site BamaProUpdates.com. What do you do with this account and this site? Most of what I do when I stay on topic is I follow professional athletes who had played at Alabama, regardless of sport. And, you know, I tweet out results of games that games or matches that they have uh, participated in at, during the course of the day. Uh, I'll also do um, look for news articles related to them, and I tweet those out as well.
Yeah, and the Alabama football updates are obviously really helpful. It's a great resource to keep up with those stats, and there are enough players now to keep you really busy. But you go even further than that. To put it politely, some pretty obscure former players in all of the sports, but also people that fans are very familiar with, and and longtime fans will be very familiar with. When I say obscure, I don't mean that as an insult. I mean, I'm just saying the greater greater population would probably have, have trouble remembering some of the athletes. But yeah, you update on basketball players uh, playing professionally overseas, baseball, softball, tennis, soccer, you name it. And you just mentioned you have a full-time job. So can you, can you just run me through, I guess, like what is your system for keeping up with all of it and posting it? Uh, well, I guess what I, you know, what I rely on a lot is a couple of things. One is I've got, a, I've probably got about 300 different Google alerts set up and they all go to one email account so I can sift through the Google alerts to find articles. Uh, the other thing I do is I just keep a calendar, the players keep an Excel calendar of all the players' schedules. So I can just, I'll just pull up the schedule for the day and I see who's playing that day. You know, in most cases I can, I can find, I can find live, uh, live box scores for most of those games. And just, you know, I pull those games up on the, you know, pull the, on one of my computers and I have that up while I'm working on other things. So, you know, I can pretty much get the stats real time in most cases. And so, it, I mean, it's a small world now. You can actually get a, you know, get a box score from a basketball game in Japan, you know, real time. And so it's made it, you know, that's made it a lot easier. Yeah, and so more resources are available to you and others to to pull something like this off at the rate in which you do it. But I, I have to imagine to do it with the scale and scope that we're talking about here. And if anybody follows your account, they know what I'm talking about. But you have to be a big fan, I would imagine, of Alabama athletics. Is that fair to say? Like, what is your fandom like at this point for Alabama, and and, and where did it start? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's it's evolved over time like most people it started off it started off with would have started off in the 70s with my father my my father went to Alabama basically started off listening to games with him mostly on the radio because most of them weren't on tv yet and then you know following him on his tv as well so became a big football fan pretty early on and then picked up basketball probably you know in the Leon Douglas Reggie King era. So I've, I've always been a big basketball fan as well. And then once I got to, once I got to Alabama in the eighties, then, you know, I became more of a fan of the other sports as well. Had season tickets for a number of years, but then once I moved to Atlanta and um, got married and had children, then, you know, that's ended up giving up season tickets because I couldn't go to games every week, but uh, always maintain that fandom and try to go to as many, you know, try to, I try to hit a game from each sport every year is what I, you know, what I ultimately try to do, whether it's go over for a baseball game or a softball game or try, you know, try to find a weekend where there's multiple, multiple events. I'm also lucky in that a lot of the sports will have a game in Atlanta or Athens and I'm able to, go to a game fairly close by and it's a road game. But um, yeah, I mean, in the advent of the SEC network and being able to watch just about every 
you know, the, every game outside of football and basketball is, you know, is just really, you know, is sort of reinforced it to a level that you, you couldn't follow, you couldn't follow the other sports, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah. And, and by now I must think like you get feedback from former Alabama players in, in whatever sport, like who are a few former players that have either reached out to you or shared your post that have excited you in particular? Uh, let me think a lot of the, you know, a lot of the basketball, I've gotten feedback from a lot of the basketball players that they appreciate me doing what I do because it's sort of their way of keeping up with each other. Um, because they, you know, the, they're playing in some obscure places. So I've, you know, I've gotten feedback from Andrew Steele and Richard Hendricks and Trevor Relaford just about being glad that I followed, that I'm following the stuff that they're doing and it's their way of keeping up with their former teammates. Uh, Corbin Collins as well. I've gotten feedback from him. And then, you know, there's been a number of baseball players as well that have, um, you know, that have reached out and thanked me for doing, you know, thank, thank me for doing it. Some of them more privately than publicly. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you posted this weekend something about Shannon Hale's like big box score that he had uh, recently and you just made a comment on it. And I just thought, God bless this guy for, for giving us tidbits on Shannon Hale and where he's at right now. And like, if Carl Ingstrom has done something or Musa Gay, you know, and it's just like, I know I'm going to see it on the Bama Pro Updates account. It's just amazing. You just cover so many bases. So um, I, I know it's appreciated by by so many other people, but me in particular, my dad is even a big fan of yours. He he told me he follows you and he just, he wants you to come up for air every now and then. Because I mean, it must be a little tiring for you, right? To like keep up with all of it. I mean, I'm sure you enjoy it, but I mean, does it stretch you pretty thin? Well, I mean, I guess, you know, I'm I'm at my desk working most of the day, so it's sort of a diversion during the course of the day. It does if I'm following something on the West Coast and I'm ready to go to bed, the game just won't end. Yeah, that's that's when it gets a little tiring. Um and sometimes I'll just give up and say I'll update this in the morning. But um uh for the most part it's you know, I'm I'm in front of a computer doing other things already other than the fact that it's probably making my work day longer because I'm, you know, I'm taking time off to do this. But it's, other than that, it's, it's the West Coast games that really get to me probably. Would you say that your accounting background and, and profession and what you do for a living helps you in terms of keeping up with all of this and organizing it and putting it in one place? Uh, I, maybe, the, maybe the stat part where, you know, the, the part where I'm doing statistical analysis which I'll get into a little bit uh, that you know that sort of comes from um, you know that comes from my accounting background most of my most of my professional work is on the tax side and there's not a lot of I don't do nearly as much uh, spreadsheet and analytical work that I would have done early on but there is some there is some crossover there where working with spreadsheets and doing analytics does there is some you know there is there is some uh, common threads there well i guess my last question about this this account and what you do with it is why do you do it like what do you get out of it personally uh, i i think there's i mean there's some satisfaction that it was started with an idea that 
really started while I was watching a golf tournament and realized that there probably wasn't anybody doing this to the level that I envisioned doing it for any other school. And just to see it, to see it grow to where it has grown uh, totally organically, where, um, you know, it's, I've never done an ad, never asked for a retweet, anything like that. And it's, so it's been total organic growth. You know, the fact that it's grown like that, I take some satisfaction for that. But I, to be honest, though, it's the, it's the subject matter that's made it grow. It's not really, you know, it's not really anything I've done personally other than just, just maintain the momentum. But yeah, there is some satisfaction in that I, I still haven't seen anybody come up for, with any other school and do anything similar. So it's the fact that it's sort of on an island by itself, there's something satisfying about that. Thanks to John Graham, Chris Hollinger, and Rick Bragg. Join us as we continue our deep dive into Alabama football's fascinating fan culture on Bammers. Bammers is produced for AL.com by me, Ben Flanagan. You can find all episodes and other bonus content wherever you get your podcasts or on AL.com. If you like the show, please rate it and write a review. Thank you for listening. This show is presented by the Mercedes-Benz Tech Program. To learn more about Mercedes-Benz's world of advanced automotive technology, text the word Mercedes to 55678 or visit www.learnmercedes.com.